Hello, this is Michelle Donatian with another episode of Moments with Michelle Donatian. And today is Wednesday, September the 5th, 2018. And what a beautiful Wednesday it is. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you that are first time listeners, this is Moments with Michelle where we frankly talk about struggles, the struggles in life, and how to conquer them through Jesus Christ. Because the truth is, we all have those struggles. For those of you who have been listening, welcome back and thanks again for tuning in. So we've got a great one for you tonight. And what we're going to do is get started. We're going to get started talking about them. What we're going to be talking about tonight is about people, the people in your life, what you can and cannot control. Oh, this is something that's going to hit a lot of chords. And this is something that has, this is a learned thing for all of us. And so before we go on, I want to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for each one that is here today listening. I ask you to touch their hearts. Show them, Lord God, where they need to change. We choose to give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Thanks, Lord. Amen. So, how many of you out there really need a change? And, 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 and I'm going to just pray one more thing before we go on. I just hear the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, I ask you to show each one where they need to change. And we thank you that you've done it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. See, how many of you out there feel like you need to change? You've got relationships in your life and you know that you've done things that have affected those relationships negatively. And then there are some of you like that. And we all have situations like that. You know, nobody's perfect. But then there are some of us who maybe feel like, There's nothing we did wrong. Well, my friend, nobody is perfect. I repeat that. Everyone has struggles. The Bible tells us, and God is no respecter of of persons. So that means that we all have the same responsibility to look within ourselves. By the time you begin to look at everybody else around you and compare what they've done to what you've done, you have missed the mark. The way that I learned in my life was the hard way. And I think most of us do. I think, I, I, you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but I learned the hard way about what I could and could not control. And I learned the only thing I can control is Michelle. That's it. I can't control anybody else around me. And quite frankly, I don't want to control anybody else around me. But what do I mean? Let me dig a little deeper when I talk about this. You see, We all have relationships, right? We have a relationship with your children, with your son, with your daughter, with your husband, with your wife, with your mother, with your father, with your brother, with your sister, your cousin, your neighbor, your boss, your coworker, your, you know, students, whoever that person is in your life, that's a relationship. And those people that have come into your life, God has allowed them into your life. That was his choice and his will to allow them into your life. And God knew 
that there would be struggles between us. Because in his word, let's not forget that he tells us to pursue peace with all brethren. And he talks about pursuing unity, unity in the body of Christ. So he knew that there were going to be situations that people disagreed, where people disagreed, where people, you know, struggled to see eye to eye. And I just want to come to you today with a moment where you take a moment to look at yourself. You know, we all have eyes and we can see the people around us. And some of us tend to look at those around us more than we look at ourselves. The Bible tells us that we are wrong when we begin to compare ourselves to ourselves, meaning that we're looking at the people around us, comparing ourselves, looking at how much better we're doing. Like, you know, at least I'm not doing what she or he is doing. And at least I don't do that. You know, I'm better than that one. When you begin to look at the people around you to compare yourself, you've, you've got it all wrong. Those people have problems in their lives and are not living in perfection, just like you are not living in perfection. None of us are. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to look at the word of God and compare ourselves to the word of God. Looking at the word of God is going to give you perspective. You're going to understand that, oh my, no, you are not perfect. And oh my, even though that person did that wrong thing to you, it's your responsibility to forgive or God will not forgive you. These are lessons, tough lessons that I had to learn and they were tough lessons, but I learned them and I thank God. And there's always so much more to learn. And this is why I'm here talking to you today. If I didn't learn them, I wouldn't be able to share it with you. And you'll be able to share it with someone else one day. And so on and so forth down the line. But these are truths that are powerful. Truths that will free you. And truths that you need to know in your life. You've got to let go of trying to hold on to and compare or or control what the people around you do. They're not going to respond the way you want them to respond. They're going to respond the way that they choose to respond. And you've got to be able to handle that. Whether it be that you are their parent and you have to discipline them or it be that they are your spouse and no matter what, whoever the relationship is, you've got to still be able to love that person. After all, the Bible says that people will know us by our love, the way we love others, right? They'll know us as Christians by the way we love others. So when somebody cuts you off in traffic, are you cussing them out? Or are you just loving them? See, I used to be the kind of person that would literally cuss you out and then track you down and follow you down and get back on your tail on the road so that you would see how angry I was. But I learned through a lot of situations, some situations that I saw others go through and other situations that I experienced myself. That doesn't honor God. All that does is bring more strife and contention. So when I'm driving, I'm probably one of the most peaceful drivers you've ever seen. I don't get upset about the people around me. I really don't. And I thank God for that. It took him a lot to deliver me because I was a very aggressive driver. But God delivered me from that. So I can be driving in any situation 
And if you get up on my back, even on the worst of my worst days, I shouldn't even say my worst days because I don't believe in a good day or a bad day. But even if I'm in a moment of weakness in my flesh, I'm a pretty calm driver. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there hasn't been a moment where I haven't said, what are they doing? But for the most part, I just move on out of the way or I just keep on going. And I really, really move on. And I thank God for that. I've learned to love. And I'm still learning this. We're all still learning this. You know, if God tells us that we're supposed to love one another and we're supposed to esteem our brethren or our neighbor higher than we esteem ourselves, that means that your motives, your motivations, and the things that you have in your own life should come secondary to your neighbor. And your neighbor's not just the one who lives next door to you. Your neighbor is your daughter or your son or your husband or your student. It's the people around you. That's your neighbor. Those are your neighbors. And God called us to esteem them higher than our, our own selves. That's something that really is pretty profound because if we all just did that wouldn't this world be a better place I'll tell you something I believe I am a believer in capitalism I don't worship it but I believe that capitalism is a good thing God gave us all the freedom and intelligence to make choices and we can do things of our own free will make money, create a business, become successful. Yes, there is a lot of things happening and there are a lot of things happening in the world that can make it harder for some, but nonetheless, you still can accomplish it if it's that important to you. Now, why do I bring this up? Because as a person who does not believe in letting the government tell me who should have a bit of my money, you know, I don't believe that the government should have their hand in my pocket saying you have to give to this one and that thing and this is what you're responsible for. But I believe that as a Christian, I am responsible for helping my fellow human being. God gave me money because I needed it in my life. Don't we all need it? We all have to pay bills. We all have to pay for food. We all have to pay for gas. I mean, that's just part of living in this world. Everybody has to eat. Everybody needs a place to sleep. You know, the list goes on and on. You have your budget that you do every month. You know what I'm saying. But as a person of faith, we are responsible for using the abundance that God has given us to take care of our fellow man. So when you see that homeless man or that woman on the side of the road or that homeless man laying down on the street, take a moment Get him a cup of coffee. Give her a sandwich. Bring her some fruit. You know, I'm not saying to put yourself in danger. There are people, you know, who are dangerous, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the fact that we have a responsibility to esteem our neighbors higher than ourselves. That homeless man or that homeless woman is your neighbor. And I don't care where you are around the world. There are people who need help everywhere. 
I don't just limit it to my own backyard in America. Wherever I am, I am held accountable to God that whatever I can do, I need to do it. If I'm in Japan, I need to help the homeless. There are hungry Japanese people, hungry Roman people, hungry Irish people, hungry American people, hungry African people, hungry Venezuelan people. There are hungry people around the world. And I'm not just talking about hunger, but I'm just using that as an example. You esteem others higher than yourself. So what does that mean? As we think about this in our families, how about that surly teenager that you might just have in your house? You know, I don't know who you've got and who you're raising and, you know, what your situation, your family situation is, but let's just say you have a surly teenager. You know, I raised a teenager. My daughter's a young woman now. That was not an easy task because their hormones are going all over the place. They're separate human beings. They're trying to determine who they are, figure out who they are in this family, in this society, and in this world. And let's just think about the fact that if we sometimes have a hard time figuring it out, and we've been here twice, sometimes three times as as long as they have, Imagine how difficult it must be for them. If we esteem them more highly than we esteemed ourselves, we are more likely to have a lot of compassion. And I know it's difficult to do it. But why do you think God put it in his word? Because he wanted us to do it and he knew it would be difficult. So I challenge you today as we close that you look around you And begin to, not begin to, to just take a moment to reassess your relationships with each one that you have, each person that you see, every person that you encounter, and ask the Lord God, ask yourself, how can I esteem them more greatly than myself? How can I put their needs before mine? If you spend time with the Lord, He's going to fill you up and you're going to have an overflow and the anointing of Jesus Christ is going to flow out of you and you'll have compassion for the people that you see and encounter every day. I want to thank you so much for listening and spending a moment with me, Michelle Donatian. I have enjoyed it. It is very special to me. I hope that you enjoyed it too. Tune in every twice a week. We have Monday nights and we have Wednesday nights. 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in to listen to Moments with Michelle Donatian. The podcast airs on Anchor. You can download the app using your OIS, your uh, iPhone, or using Android. Uh, You can subscribe to my podcast on uh, Anchor. That way you won't miss a beat. Anytime there's a new broadcast, you will always catch it. You'll get a little notification. You can leave comments. You can leave voicemails on the Anchor app to let me know what you think. You can leave prayer requests. And I would love to pray for you. I would love to hear what you think and how it's blessed you. You can also go online to anchor.fm 
forward slash Michelle Donatian. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Michelle Donatian. You can follow me on Facebook, like my page on at Michelle Donatian Inc. You can follow me on Instagram at Michelle Donatian. And of course, you can go to my YouTube page. And on YouTube, I upload videos every Tuesday and every Friday. So you can tune in, subscribe to my YouTube channel, share the videos, share the podcast with your friends and your loved ones. I do want to thank you so much for tuning in to Moments with Michelle Donatian. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love the time that I get to spend with you. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye.